live. Oh, that's the applause, by the way. We had to make our own. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Johnny B, and welcome to exclusively Van Halen, the Van Halen. It says the weekly Van Halen podcast, YouTube, Twitter, now known as X, Facebook. We are everywhere. You guys, this is the place you want to be Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. So we're going to talk some Van Halen. We have a special guest tonight besides Dane Zimmerman. Here we go. Oh, by the way, Giggity. I'll play two channel IDs. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's Ricky Rocket's birthday, and I've got, I've got a channel ID from him. So let's, let's play that, and then we'll start the show. All right, you guys. Smash that subscribe. Smash that thumbs up. Here we go. Hey, this is Ricky Rocket, and you're watching my buddy Johnny Bean right here on his channel. Hey, this is Michael Anthony right here, and you are watching exclusively Van Halen on the Johnny Bean TV. Keep it there. Woo! See ya! Hey, what's up, dudes? What's up, you guys? You guys, happy birthday to Ricky Rocket, drummer of Poison. 29 years old today. Incredible. He's catching up to me. <laughs> you said 29? Yeah, well. He looks fantastic. I know. I know. Very nice guy too. He was he was very happy to do that that channel channel ID for me at the this year's NAM uh, convention, which actually is coming up again this January. So we'll be there. NAM show. Dane, are you going to be there? I haven't decided yet. <laughs> no. They keep calling me up. Are you going to go? Are you going to go? We got your membership. It's going to run out. I don't know if I want to again. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of walking around. Uh, let's see. We are live on Facebook. There we go. We got Facebook going on right there. Okay, you guys, this is the Van Halen Videocast Podcast, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, Tuesdays, right here on Johnny Bean TV. We got, uh, as, as we said, we got uh, Dane Zimmerman. Welcome, man. He's working out. Uh, all the way from, uh, from Arizona as well. We got 40 grit. What's up, dude? 40 grit. What up? How's it going? What up, man? I'm off today. So, uh, that's why I'm here. So no, uh, very good. Hanging out. Welcome. Welcome. And, and very special guest tonight, Mark Epstein. I don't know how special I am. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude. 
Dude, let me, let me just say it's 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 an honor to meet you. Um, thank you for for uh, for being with us on the show today. Um, I know I I you had posted in the Eddie Van Halen Facebook group some some very cool photos with with Edward. And I was looking through the comments and a lot and there was a lot of people like like, wow, this is this is awesome. Um, I guess uh, how 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 did you how did you meet Edward? It was funny. It was back in 2001 and he was in New York and we had some mutual friends and um, they said, do you want to uh, have dinner tonight? And um, I'm bringing Ed Van Halen. And I was like. Wow, that's cool. At the time, um, you know, I knew of his music. I was familiar somewhat with it. I was a big rock fan. Van Halen wasn't really in my top 10 at the moment. Uh, mm -hmm. But I thought it would be, you know, interesting to meet him. And um, we actually, you know, it was at a time when he was not yet on the, um, the new tours, you know. So kind of like Van Halen as a band was kind of in pause there was discussions between him and um, Roth about getting together, but nothing had happened with a you know reunion tour. So he was just kind of laying low at that time. And uh, at the time, I didn't play guitar. The only thing I could play was the stereo. So there wasn't much I could talk with him about music. Um, so we just struck up a friendship. I mean, we talked about a lot of other things outside of music, and we just, just connected. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, so what, what year, what year did 2001 you 2001 is when I met him. 2001. Okay. When I last saw him was 2015. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, yeah, 2001 to, I guess, um, it, it would be a few years before they would go on tour again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, and then after that, they, they did some tours. Um, well, hey, you guys, you guys smash that thumbs up and uh, and hang out with us for, for about an hour. Mark's going Mark's to tell us some some stories about his time with Edward Van Halen. Let's let's say hello to the top tier of channel members here on Johnny Bean TV here on YouTube channel membership. It's a way you can help support the channel and support these shows. The top tier are the executive producers, and they are currently CC, Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith, Music Therapy Laz, Sherman Callahan, 40 Grit, John Moronic, Majestic PB and J Cat, Guitar Man 45, Janice Lala, R Habs, Warlike, Patty Dill, and Fairfield Guitar Co. Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much. We're live on YouTube tonight. We're also live on Facebook. Uh, let's see, YouTube, Facebook, Facebook stars. You can help support. Uh, we're live in the exclusively Van Halen group where Mark is now a member. 62,000 members in there. We're also live in the EVH Gear Fans Live group, EVH Gear Fans Live page, and the Johnny Bean TV group. And this is a podcast. So you can listen to these shows on uh, Spotify. And actually everywhere. We're, everywhere there is, we, uh, we're there. So, so wow. Cool. Cool. So, um, okay. So I know, Mark, you've got some photos that you want to show us. And, and um, we, were, we were testing out screen sharing. It was a little <laughs> weird, but 
and then I've, I've got some photos. Um, well, you want to show the ones that you pulled off that I posted because I know they'll post sure. real easy. And I'll sure. sort of tell what's going on in them. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Where is that? Photos to show. I would start okay. with the early ones when I had more hair and I was thinner. <laughs> okay, so here's here's this one. Yeah, we were just goofing around at a restaurant um, in the city. I think that was the night that uh, Valerie was, um, she was doing the Regis show. So he and Wolfie, Wolfie was about 10 years old, came in uh, to the city and um, uh, we met them. They went to a show and then we met them after dinner. There was uh, uh, me and uh, about five other people. And Wolfie was sitting to my left. Ed was to my right. We were always goofing. Uh, I forget what he he was doing in that picture, but uh, we were having a good time. Um, <laughs> he was a lot of fun. He had a great sense of humor. Um, mm -hmm. Things you probably don't know about him that you wouldn't know from um, what you see in the press and everything else. He was a very affectionate person, um, more affectionate than most males I've met. I mean, you know, when I greet my father, he'd give me a kiss on the cheek or something. Ed did the same thing. I mean, when he greeted me, he'd, you know, give me a little hug and uh, a kiss on the cheek. And it wasn't because he was goofing around. I mean, he was just a warm, genuinely warm, affectionate person. And um, he was just a pleasure to be around. No negativity at all. He was very, very positive. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember Wolfie was 10 years old. He was sitting next to me and he was playing a little Game Boy. And I remember it had this little um, clip on light. So when you're in a dark restaurant and no one's paying attention to you, you can see your screen. Mm -hmm. And um, he was very quiet. He didn't say much the whole night. And Valerie was very nice. She was, you know, kind of quiet and reserved, but, you know, she was sweet. And afterwards, we took a walk to one of my friends. His mother had a um, nice uh, apartment in the city, not far from the restaurant. We took a walk there. We made ice cream sundaes. I think it was probably mostly for Wolfie, but we all enjoyed it. And we just sort of kicked back and talked. And I don't remember anyone talking about music or any of that sort of stuff. And Valerie made an interesting comment to me, which I'll never forget. And it, it just goes to show you how humble Ed was. And it was 22 years ago she said this to me, but I remember it like it was yesterday. And at the time, Ed's, you know, life, they, he wasn't on tour or anything. So he was playing Mr. Mom. She was filming um, Touched by an Angel in Salt Lake City. So she was um, out of state a lot. So he was, Ed was taking care of Wolfie. And she told me he'd bring him lunch at school and stuff like that, pick him up, you know, playing like Mr. Mom. And she'd say, said that, you know, he doesn't really realize how big a superstar he is. And I'll never forget those words. It just shows, I mean, here's a guy who's probably, you know, the top few rock guitarists in the world. And he's so humble, he doesn't even think of himself as a superstar. And mm. in all the times I've known him, interacted with him, met him, he has never put on airs like that. Never copped an attitude um treated everyone really nice um just a pleasure to be around mm -hmm. so so you guys went out in public a lot like it looked like you went you went to dinner a lot and yeah we did we, we used to go out a lot um sometimes in small groups sometimes in bigger groups um i remember when he was in long island 
and we were going to go to this restaurant. Um, it was on short notice, and there was like 12 of us. And it was maybe 5, 30, 6 o'clock at night, and I call the restaurant on a Friday night. I'm trying to get a table for 12. And they're like, you're on drugs. You'll never get a table here for 12. And I said, well, we kind of have a special guest with us. And they said, yeah, who's the special guest? And I told them, and they didn't believe me. They said, you're full of it. So I took them to, uh, it was a steakhouse. Uh, so I took them to another steakhouse and they said, yeah, no problem. And they rolled out a, a table and, and uh, I, I saw some people in the restaurant I knew and they, they recognized Ed, but everyone was polite, kept their distance um, and didn't bother us. Um, uh, but uh, the ones I knew, I, I invited over to the table and introduced them and he was just so nice. I remember we were in the, in the restroom together um, nature called, I guess, at the same time. And a guy walks in and he probably, he recognized Ed. And I think he kind of timed his entry into the rest because he was kind of stalking us. And he, he said, my son and I are such big fans of you. He would have a freaking orgasm if he saw you right now. <laughs> and just cracked up. It was the funniest thing in the world. Um, and then at this other restaurant, um, we were all sitting having dinner again. It was like, 12 of us, maybe more. And we're having a good time. And no one came over to him. It was a packed restaurant. And dessert's coming out. And they serve dessert to everyone. And before he <laughs> takes a bite of his dessert, he says, got to get up. I said, where are you going, Ned? And he gets up. He sits down at a little table um, that was, no one was sitting there. And he did a meet and greet until everyone in the restaurant who wanted to meet him and get an autograph had done so. Hmm. Um, and it just shows you, you know, the, the kind of person that he is, um, mm -hmm. was, um, and, and that was just the way he was. Um, I'll tell you another funny story. Uh, he was staying, um, at a hotel, not far from, you know, where I lived. And he went to a little music shop, picked up a electric guitar. I can't tell you which one it was so long ago and a little, you know, 10 watt practice amp and we're in the hotel room and he's playing away. And at the time I didn't know anything more about a guitar from a violin. I mean, you know, so I just remember being very impressed how his hands just navigated and flew up and down and shredded the fretboard. And he was looking really scraggly, you know, again, he wasn't on tour. He wasn't cleaned up. His hair was down to here, somewhat unkempt, unkempt looking. And he said, I was just, goofing today on the street. I said, what do you mean you were goofing? He says, I was going up to old ladies and saying, I'll play whatever you want for a dollar. And he was doing it. And, you know, that's just <laughs> his sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He loved people. He loved being with the public. He was busking. Mm -hmm. Hey, Mark, can I ask you a question about that uh, photo? Yeah, sure. Can I ask you a question about that last photo? Can you put that last photo back up? Is does he mm -hmm. have uh, like dinner rolls in his shirt or something? He put he put was something he in there. Um, a, a I don't know what, but it was something funny. We yeah, were making okay. a joke, and I don't know what he was poking fun at, but it was it was pretty funny. <laughs> he was he was just you know he liked to goof around, and it, it was just funny. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of pictures of him goofing around, but a lot of them I'm not showing. <laughs> we, we just had a good time. So, 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 Mark. So, 
so you had said that you really you really didn't know Van Halen's music much um I guess before you met him or well yeah I mean I knew a few songs I knew Jump I knew you know Running with the Devil my my intro to Van Halen is kind of funny because I was at Northwestern University it was my second year I just moved into a fraternity house in 1978 mm-hmm. and the person in the next room the fraternity brother he would get really wasted on friday and saturday night and he would play running with the devil at full tilt and i would wake up at 2 a.m to hear those klaxon horns that they used to record that you know beginning part and then you hear the 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 um the drum Mm -hmm. and then things would start falling off my walls and I'd go into the next room and try and get the guy to lower the radio and, you know, I'd do it for a second. Then two minutes later, it's back up and I wouldn't get any sleep the whole night. And this would go on for like weeks. So now skip ahead to about 2001, 2002. So Ed was over and I had, um, had a cassette tape um, uh, stereo in the room and I had this all pre-planned and I had this queued up to running with the devil and I had the volume turned all the way up. So um, all of a sudden I just played it and the room was shaking and he said, Mark, what are you doing? I said, getting revenge. <laughs> well, well, I mean, what is it like, you know, if you think back to, you know, back when you've listened to the Van Halen and, and whatever, and then becoming friends with Van Halen, it, it just, it, but, but then again, I mean, he was such a, a normal person, like it, it probably wasn't wasn't very very weird you know he was i mean from the moment i met him he was a regular person um you know when i went to the restaurant and, and met him i thought you know it's going to be someone you know keeping his distance some you know whatever but you know i mean he may be a superstar and i'm just you know joe off the street but he was a regular person and he treated everyone with respect and he valued I mean, our friendship, I wasn't, I'm not going to misrepresent that we were super best buddy friends and we talked all the time, but, you know, we talked at intervals and probably more frequently during his downtime when he was not touring. And I remember him um, one night we were talking, I forget who called who, and Wolfie was just beginning to show some musical abilities. And he was probably, I'm going to guess 11, 12, maybe, maybe, maybe he was 10. And he said to me, he says, Mark, I have Wolfie in my studio and he's, he's amazing. And he said, he kicks my ass. That was his expression. He kicks my ass. And then he was writing some song or, or playing some song. And, and he says, let me play it for your wife. So he puts my ex-wife on. I put her on the phone. And he's like giving her a private serenade over the phone. And uh, it was hysterical. Um, and, um, you know, he wasn't doing that much else so if i called them i'd get them on the phone and we'd just sit and talk for a while about whatever and you know music really wasn't one of the topics because there wasn't much i could you know i didn't know anything about the music industry or even playing guitar i didn't pick up the guitar and play until about three years ago mm-hmm. at the age of 60 61. Mm-hmm. Mm. and then and then um edward would, would gift you a guitar yeah, he gifted me a, a beautiful Wolfgang PV. It arrives in the mail, and it's autographed, and you know, it says, you know, love Mar- um, Ed Van Halen. And 
And then a couple days later, I get this big box in the mail and it's a Lucite case. Um, and it had the little holder for the neck of the guitar and everything. And it was, it was, it was crazy. I still have the case, but I keep the guitar in its, in its case to protect it. And um, it's, I would put that up there. One, one of my most treasured possessions. Um, I have no idea what its dollar value is. I don't care. Uh, it's, it would never be sold. It's, it's just very, very important to me. Um, it's a reminder of our friendship. When I started taking lessons, I walk into the mu music shop. I go to uh, Murphy's Music Shop, and I, I bring in the guitar, and I said, I want to take some lessons. And, I, and they look at it, and they say, with that? And I said, yeah. And they said, you're going to play that guitar? And I said, yeah, well, I figured I'll try it for four weeks. If I like it, I'll go buy a Strat. If I don't like it, I'll just put it back in the box. Well, I fell in love with playing the guitar immediately. I mean, I have no natural ability. I'm not a talent at all. But I loved it, and I got very excited about it. And I had sent a text. Uh, at this point, Ed and I were texting back and forth and because um, you could text pictures and stuff like that. And, um, and I sent a text to him uh, with a picture of the guitar and how excited I was. I was, you know, now you know, picking up. I wanted to play it for 20 years. It just wasn't the right time in my life. I had um, a child with a disability. He was growing up and it, it just, that and work took a lot of my time. So I didn't hear anything back. And um, uh, I later found out through a mutual friend in California who was also very close to Ed that he was actually um, uh, in his terminal stages at the time I sent the text and he wasn't able to text it and went back. And I was like, damn, that really, really sucks. I would have loved him to know that that guitar he gave me was more than just closet candy. Um, and that I was actually, you know, playing it. Mm -hmm. hmm. And and now you're 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 taking lessons. And like before we we you guys that are watching, we were here like an hour ago, Mark and I, and we were talking, and Mark, you were telling me that you're you're learning music theory and and um in love with the guitar, it's it's a great outlet. I've always wanted to know how to play a musical instrument growing up. I tried the piano. I sucked. My brother was incredibly talented. I don't know why to this day he didn't continue it because he would have been uh, a masterful player. But it bothered me that you know I was able to conquer so many things that I tried to do uh, intellectually, but I was never able to make music. And this guitar that he gave me, actually, I probably would have never thought about picking up the guitar had he not given me the gift of music. And mm -hmm. that has meant so much in my life. And I play guitar every day. My teacher, Dennis, he tells me I'm not a natural. And I say, I know that. I could have told you that. <laughs> but I love theory. I love math. And math and music go together. Um, so I've made an effort about compensating for my lack of technical prowess with learning theory, because when you go on YouTube and say you want to watch someone, you know, play a song. And I, I gave um, Johnny the uh, example before Eric Blackman, who has a YouTube channel. He's really good at giving instruction, breaking down a song for a beginner like me. And the song was, uh, yes, it was um, Roundabout, which I love. And he's showing playing an F chord. And I'm like, initially, I'm like, what? That's not an F chord. An F chord is, you know, 
first fret, you know, first and second string, second fr uh, fret, the third string, third fret, the fourth string, that's an F chord. But now I understand the pentatonics, I understand major and minor, I understand voicing, I understand you can play, you know, a chord up and I can play a, a chord up and down the fretboard in any of the shapes, looking at the cage system and the difference between uh, relative minor and major scales and all that has helped me immensely in learning and understanding playing because I don't have the natural gift. I can hear when I'm out of tune. If I stray and I hit wrong note in the pentatonic scale, I'll know it right away. But mm -hmm. I don't have that Stevie Ray Vaughan ability to just know what notes to hit and how to do the phrasing. So um, I think theory for me has been incredibly helpful at accelerating my, my learning to understand and play the instrument. Hmm. Mm -hmm. very cool you know what i'm curious about i'm curious about that wolfgang i wonder if that came from ed or if it's or if it's like a uh production model that he had sent or you know that build sheet would be cool to see well i do have the paperwork in it i'll have to go look at it i do know that um his guitar tech matt brunk um you know tuned it up and got it you know mm -hmm. set it up for me beforehand um but I'm going to go look at the build sheet. That's really mm -hmm. cool to have a guitar that was sent to you from him and signed by. I, I can't even imagine how cool that would be. Like Surely I said, one of your most prized possessions. So it, it really is. I mean, my wedding band and the, and the watch my wife gave me, that's number one and two. The guitar is number three. Mm. Wow. Well, I know yeah. a buyer in Phoenix if you ever... Uh... <laughs> it's not for sale and i don't care what the number <laughs> yeah, that's a joke, <laughs> a joke. Well, who's this <laughs> oh what's going on the guy with the worst internet Daisy what's up she has she had this oh girl hi this is too hey. tall all right, I... <laughs> how, how are you hey how you doing johnny hey what's up dude <laughs> What do do? This, this is Mark. Dane's putting, Dane's putting me to work. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You know Forty Grit, right, yeah, Mark? I, you, hey. got, you guys have met. What's up, man? How you doing? Yep. Met him down here at the store. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Rock Daddy here. Yeah. Dane makes me yeah, work rock when Daddy. I come down here. He let me loaf around, you know. So he's busy. <laughs> rock. Rock Daddy is a long Sorry, he's a long time viewer of yeah. these shows and he, he hangs out at the shop. Very cool. The shop over there. Um, Rock Daddy, do you have any questions for Mark about about Eddie Van Halen or about music? Mm. Oh. I don't think no, you can hear really. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I I've, I've heard I've heard Van Halen. I watch all these shows. Everybody that does Van Halen shows and stuff and plays uh, guitars like that and stuff. And I it just it's just absorbed into my brain now. So uh -huh. I'm pretty pretty stuffed with that. <laughs> it's been fun though. Mm -hmm. Learned a lot. It's, it's uh, yeah. They, it's, they it's... hit it big when uh, when I was in boot camp. So eruption came out when I was in boot camp in the army. And everybody uh -huh. on the floor would turn all their boom boxes at night onto that one channel. We'd listen to Eddie playing Eruption over and over, and everybody's just dancing around and having the nuts. 
going nuts and stuff. That was pretty impressive. So that's where that's, that's how I got introduced to him. But that, that was a lot of fun. But uh, mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. that and uh, Blinded by the Light was the other big song back then. And they played that like mm. crazy. And we never could figure out the words to that song. Yeah, I still don't know those words. Wrapped up like a deuce. No, I don't know. Really just, just <laughs> wrapped up like a deuce. That's a deuce. Wow. Yeah. Who, who is oh, it? it's deuce. Oh, I, I never knew. Yeah, it's a deuce. I, yeah. I never knew what that was. Yeah. We... <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Hey, Mark, that's what's how your. I got introduced out? to Eddie Van Halen. Uh, mm hmm. That's cool. Mark, what's your what's your go-to amplifier? What's your what what amp are you using right now? Oh, I'm using a Bogner, which I absolutely love. Uh, I think it's a 3134. It's a um, I think it's got EL34s in it. Um, okay. And it's funny because when I was a kid, I was a geek, and I was into electronics, and I used to go to the TV repair shops and get the old chassis, take them down, break them apart, and um, strip them down and rebuild them as transmitters on the broadcast band. So I was like broadcasting radio shows back in the seventies, but oh, I was wow. running like a hundred Watts. I was like FCC, try and catch me. Um, <laughs> and I thought when I got into solid state and integrated circuits, I was done with tubes. And then all of a sudden I get into guitars and now I'm on these tube amp repair, uh, Facebook groups and designing tube amps and all this other stuff. And I'm, I can't believe 50 That's years cool. later, that knowledge is back, but getting back to the Bogner, um, I love it. It's a nice, clean sound, very quiet. Uh, on the green channel, you can barely hear anything, any hiss at all. Um, the red and the blue channel sound real nice. It's it's a well-made, handmade amp, uh, really, really clean. Before that, I had a Fender EVH 5150, which I bought because of, you know, I figured my allegiance to Ed, I got to get that amp. Um, I didn't know which amp to get, the 50 or 100. I figured 100 is better because it's more. But I was playing in a room about 8 by 8, and with four mm-hmm. 12-inch speakers, um, I was blowing the roof off. The problem I had with the 5150 is after about six months, when I'd hit the um, the low E string somewhere around G to A in that interval, I would start hearing ringing coming from the amp. I was like, what the hell is this? You ever, you ever hear this? Mm-hmm. And it's called the microphonic tube. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So I did a little tap test. I found three bad tubes. I sent the amp yep. back to Sweetwater. It took them forever to fix it. They also found microphonic caps. They were using caps that were, you know, poor quality caps in the design. I said, okay, this is a problem. Fenders kind of dropped the ball on this amp. They sent it back to me, played beautifully for a day and a half, and then it did the same thing again. So I called my rep up at Sweetwater and I said, listen, I I paid a lot of money for this thing. And I I was without it for three or four weeks and I got it for a day and it's not working. He says, what can I do for you? I said, I want a Bogner. And Mm. it's a 35 watt amp instead of a hundred watt amp. It's two 12 inch speakers, but I absolutely love it. Yeah, I've been used a hundred watt amps since 2014 when I gigged last, 2015. There's no need for an amp that big in the house for sure. Yeah. 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 No, this mm-hmm. amp is 50 is watts tough. are good though. <laughs> Wait a minute. I see two of them <laughs> behind you though, man. 
40 grit. On 11, stand in front Over of the there. stack, man. Like I said, they yeah, they haven't been turned on since, two, again, Johnny, they haven't been turned on since 2014, 2015. Oh. What do you yeah. like to use in the house? What do I use personally? I use my, uh, I've got a 50 watt uh, EVH. Uh, the first, uh, not the uh, the 6L6, not the EL34, and not the Stealth. I've got the Stealth back here mm-hmm. that um, I just, uh, 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 pledging my allegiance to Edward, as you said. Yeah. You know, I've, uh, uh, my allegiance is well known inside this room. But uh, as far as like a go-to amp every day, my go-to amp is probably the 50 watt uh, 6L6. So it doesn't use 6L6, it doesn't use EL34s. What does it use as a uh, power pentode? No, it's a 6L6. Oh, it's a 6L6, yeah. That's a, 6L6, that correct, was a sir. common radio tube back in the 60s. And that was, mm. that was I'll tell you, the 6, 6L6 was the tube I used in my illegal transmitters. That was my go-to <laughs> tube. But um, when, they're, when they're a match pair, they work really well as a class AB push-pull amp. So I assume if you're playing through a hand-wired amplifier, you're probably using pedal effects? You know, it's funny. I haven't put the pedal effects in yet because my level of playing probably doesn't warrant it. I have some pedal effects here. I just haven't hooked them up and played with them. Uh, I'm not sure at this point with my, you know, beginner level that I'd really be able to get the most out of them, but I'm getting close to that point. Um, Did you happen to get any of those pedal effects from Edward? No, I didn't. Okay. Because I know a buyer in Phoenix, if you... <laughs> so Dane, welcome back. Rock Daddy, good to see you, man. Thank you. Dane Dane is like Rock he Daddy runs the helps store. me out a lot. He's actually his store, his shop is open right now, so he has he has customers in there. He's selling guitars. All that stuff. Right? Maybe. There's Dave's guitar channel. Yeah, I'm selling I'm still open for another eighteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Nice. What's the coolest um, guitar you have? And I see Dane, what's the coolest guitar you have? Probably I'm that sure uh red. uh I could think of a couple cool guitars he's got. He's got a really cool Jakey e. Lee there. Did somebody buy the Jakey e. Lee, Dane? <laughs> no, no, I still have that one. Is my mic okay? Is it working? Is everything okay? Yeah, it's a little it's a little delayed. It's okay though. Are you on dial up? Okay. <laughs> my internet is just really bad right now. Yeah. Yeah, that that's okay, man. Johnny, what's the coolest guitar you have? Uh, and, and you can't pick your you can't pick your the the one from your ASM, ASMR show. I can't pick that one. No, my, that's, not a, coolest, that's not a. Well, yeah. okay, okay. Um, I have well, maybe the Music Man. I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would agree. Mark, the guitar that you have, the 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 PV the the PV Wolfgang. Mm-hmm. The that that was the the second version of of the Eddie Van Halen signature guitar. The first uh, version was made by Ernie Ball Music Man, 
So the PV is kind of like a recreation. Actually, it is. It's a recreation. It actually, a friend of ours, Jim DeCola, worked for PV. He designed that guitar. Um, but the first style guitar was called the Ernie Ball Music Man, and I have one of those, mm. and I got it in uh, 1992. So that's probably my uh, my best guitar. That's for Ron Gunner right there, I believe. Is that the, is that the one for Ron Dane? He's frozen. Hello. Dang. That's I the one that Ron once he was talking about that guitar. He said that he he liked the cracks being a little wider apart. So okay, cool. Uh -huh. Ron, hopefully you're watching. Hopefully Ron Gunner's still here. There it is. He says, okay, there may be a a, a cash transaction coming your way, Dane. Oh. Uh, I would only like ten percent for the uh, for the uh, finder's fee and the uh, communicator. Let me see. There we go. Yeah, Ron. Ron, Gunner. if you call me tomorrow, um, I'll, I'll take your card over the phone and ship it to you. Hmm. Hmm. Or he could just tell you his okay. card right now for this. Ron Gunner is here. Let's let's say hello to some people. We got Robbie Stingle. Robbie is here. Brian Davies is here. Hey, dude. Uh, William De Silva is watching us. Uh, Jeff Davidson is watching. Lewis is here. Chris King is watching us all the way from England. He's here. Zach is here. Andrew is here. Pooh Ninja, Edwin, Ryan. We got we got about sixty five people watching this right now. So Ryan's here. Hey Ryan, what's up? So yeah, Dave's Guitar Channel is here. Dave, great to see you. Great talking to you, Dave's man. Guitar Channel. Hey, 606 Dave. is a beam power pentode. I don't believe it's a tetrode. Who's hmm. that? Uh, let's see here. Somebody had mentioned me and said, I love my 100 watt. Martin Hensley, I just, I just agree 40 grit. I love my 100 watt amps. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying the 100 watts are bad. I'm just saying as a opinion... Just like uh, Mark was saying, having a 100-watt head in a smaller room just doesn't cut it because you're not pushing it enough. I can push a 50-watt head a little bit more in a smaller room to where I'm pushing the, you know, the power amp a little more to where I get a little bit more better you know, sound out of it instead of trying to play my 100-watt and not even playing on number one. You know, you're just exactly. pushing. That's a lot of amps there, so. I'll never sell my 100 watt. I've got my white 100 watt right here, which I would never sell. I just had it serviced not too long ago. But, uh, you, you know, you never know when you're going to get the magic call from somebody you haven't talked to in 10 years and say, hey, we're getting back together and let's go uh, hit a couple places in Temecula and gig. So that's what I'm waiting for. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. Probably not yeah. going to happen. You never know. You never know. You never know what's going to happen I, tomorrow. Johnny, were there more pictures? Were there some more pictures? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. And I, I like I like the tube talk. That that's that's interesting. I like the fact that Mark was doing like like a radio show back in the day. You know, kind kind of like under the whoop wrong button. Kind of under the. Uh, you said the FCC was was always kind of. That's what we're doing here. You know, this is a YouTube show, but we're. We, we're pushing the limit of uh, of what we can do, right, Dane? See, Dane doesn't even have real internet. That is 
<laughs> it's true. It's Quentin, Quentin James is in the chat. <laughs> What's up, man? Art Bell did the same thing. Yep. Art he Bell. My coast beautiful swing wall. He's got a great selection yeah. there, I will say. Those are those got are a great nice. selection there. You know, correction, uh, back back a second ago, I said the 606 was a power pentode. I'm wrong. The person who said it was a power tetrode was, was right. It's a tetrode. Hmm. Oh, cool. I stand corrected on that. Dave's yeah, they, um, channel uh, has a lot of martial knowledge. Yeah. Dave knows yeah, his I, marshals. I was talking to Dave, uh, Dave's guitar channel the other day. He, he knows a lot of stuff. Right on. It's good okay. to know a good amp guy. So, because, uh, you know, I got some really good advice a long time ago that uh, the great thing about a tube amp is it, is it, it either works or it doesn't, which is true. And uh, the solid state amps, you know, you have a problem with one of those, you're in big trouble because you really don't know what it is. And um, uh, it's always good to have a good amp guy. And once you find your amp guy, once you find your amp guy, you keep your amp guy, you know, because they're very difficult to come by. And I don't mm -hmm. live close enough to Dave Friedman to send my stuff to him, so I got a guy local here. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's always good to have a great tech, whether it be a mm -hmm. guitar tech, amp tech. Well, uh, I'm a great tech, but I just can't work on amps that you great. are. Oh, oh I'm a yeah, I don't know anything about guitar tech. I don't. Oh, know I am Dubs. Give me a guitar. <laughs> I'll make it play better for you. I know a good tech, guitar tech. Uh-huh. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. How are we doing on time? Okay. Okay. So we got, I got, let's see. What other photos? <laughs> I've got Mark. Do you want me to show you the one? Do, do you want me to show the one I showed? The one that you're like, you're like, where'd you get that one? Remember yeah, that sure. one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here's, this is a great photo right here. Oh yeah. That's cool. This, this is where was that? That was obviously like another restaurant. Yeah, that was another. I'm trying to remember. Oh, um, I think that was a restaurant called the Garden Grill on Long Island. Because I mm -hmm. recognize the uh, decorations in the back. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, the owner, Gloria, had this, uh, she had some little knickknacks by the bar. And one of them was an old time little handheld movie camera, you know, that had, I don't know, eight millimeter film must have been a zillion years old, and Ed was absolutely fascinated with it. And uh, she gave it to him, and he was so happy when he left the restaurant. He had this little camera. Oh, wow. Like a vintage movie camera. Mm-hmm. Like a brownie? Um, I guess that's a photo. I would, I would probably not that's a video. like 1940s, 50s, 60s vintage, something like that. Mm-hmm. But it was just cute. I mean, he was like a, it was like a big kid. Uh, once at dinner in the city, he got up, he went outside to some street vendor selling cheap watches. He comes back in with the watch with like a two inch face on it. And he was just, you know, fascinated by this giant watch face. So the watch <laughs> probably cost $3, but he, he just liked <laughs> little cool things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, Lewis I, had a, Lewis just says is that Van Halen three era. I would probably, uh, I think Mark said 2001 is when you uh, befriended Ed mm -hmm. somewhere around there, sir. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, say somewhere around 2001 ish, I would think. Yeah. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Or shortly thereafter. Um, mm -hmm. and, and this was in New York. Mm -hmm. 
That was in New right. York. So it, so it seemed like he came to came to New York yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty regularly. I got this cool note he wrote my daughter. I want to show you. Um, let me share. Let's see if I can make this pop up. Is that the one right here? I think I think I already have it here. Is that the one that's on like the the stationery from the? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay, that's better. Let's see if I get okay. it. Okay. There it is. There we go. So my daughter was thirteen at the time. She's thirty three now, and um, he said, "Amanda, when you turn thirteen, watch out for guys like me." Well, maybe not. Uh, you figure it out. Go follow your heart. Love it. And um, I held awesome. it note for her because I knew she'd want it. So I held it for a number of years so that she didn't mm -hmm. lose it. Then I gave it to her. And I just texted her right before we went live. And I said, Amanda, you got that note? Can you send it to me? And she said, yeah, no problem. Got it right here. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, it says 01. So yeah, 2001. Yeah, let me see. That'd be I cool. Yeah, that's that, cool. Um, I got a couple other. Wow. Photos. Um, oh, <laughs> to show you us goofing around. I'll have to share this one. All right. Let's see. It was there. I saw it for a second. There it is. Okay. There we go. Wow. So that that so that's the same one as as this. Yeah, similar. We were just climbing around. Same day. Yeah. Same night. We're just wow. you know, having a good time. <laughs> wow. So yeah, a lot of restaurants. Like what do you remember what, what he would order? Um I'll tell you I a story. Once in ordering steak. I don't remember the rest. Um I got another picture here from Madison Square Garden, 07, I think it was. Um, it's an interesting story with this. Oh, cool. So, oh, man. Yeah, that was Madison Square Garden. And um, um, I, I'm on Long Island, and he was playing in the city and um, called me and said, I'm having a problem with my ear. I don't know if we're going to have a show tonight. And I said, OK, keep me posted. So first person he saw said, no, you shouldn't have the show. Second person he saw, he went opinion shopping. Next one, I guess when you're Edwin Hale and getting an appointment with an ear doctor on the spur of the moment isn't difficult. And so he got like three opinions that all said cancel the show. The fourth one said, yeah, you could do it. Just, just put in earplugs. So we're backstage here and he takes out these earplugs and he says, Mark, check these out. I never wore these for a show before. And he says, the guy I saw today says, I got to wear these, these earplugs. So I'm sitting not up close, but not in the, in the bleeder seats, but you know, midway. And I had earplugs with me because the sound pressure at that distance was so bad. My ears were hurting and he's up at the stage and he normally doesn't play with ear protection. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know how he does it. So, yeah, I don't think Van Halen was known for a quiet stage. So. Yeah, so so it's funny. Um, after the concert, I didn't get to see him uh, to say goodbye because he got off stage and I wasn't all that close to the stage. So I'm on the Long Island Railroad. It's one in the morning. I'm heading home. Everyone on the train was a bunch of old people like me, you know, showing off their Van Halen shirts and all. Everyone on the train was at that concert. 
Okay, train was packed, and all of a sudden, my cell phone goes off. I look at it; it's his number. I go, "Hey, Ed, what's up?" He goes, "Oh, Mark, I'm sorry I didn't get to say goodbye to you. I want to make sure with the seats I got you good enough. Did you like the show?" Blah blah. But we're talking for like 20 minutes on the train. And everyone around has absolutely no idea. No idea. To. <laughs> so no awesome. idea whatsoever. It's awesome. Uh, that's got to be such a cool feeling, man. It was. When he played at, um, at, at Jones Beach, which was the last time I saw him, 2015, um, he was coming from the city. He played the garden the night before. And I think it was easier to just see him on Long Island rather than traipse into the city again. So they had, I think, four tour buses. Um, he had his, uh, Wolfie had his, uh, Roth had his, and, um, and, and Wolfie had his. So I was in touch with um, uh, his coordinator, um, I forget his name offhand, to get the timing right so that I arrived there. For sound check, more or less on time when the bus got there. Well, Somehow, they must have made really good time on the Long Island Expressway because he got there before me. And Soundtrack was already just starting. I get there, I hear them playing, um, and they were waiting for me. So I was there with my, my ex-wife, my daughter, Amanda, whose note you saw, and her husband. They put us on a golf cart, and they whisk us around to the stage. And there's like 20 people there at the Soundcheck. The stadium's otherwise empty. And he sees us coming at, at, out of the corner of his eye. And all of a sudden, he looks at me and gives me this giant toothy smile. And uh, after the sound check, we hung out with him. I, uh, Janie was uh, with him, who I'd met previously. Um, and we hung out for about two hours and talked. Um, took a few pictures, um, uh, which was you know, kind of nice. Um, but we, we basically just, just talked. And, and then um, um, I had dinner backstage with you know some of the people there and and then we watched the show so funny thing is i post on facebook that i was just backstage with ed at the show and someone i grew up with who lives in california saw the post and said you know my brother who i, I grew up with him so of course i know his brother um trains him in ed so i go all right i put text back. I go, that's really cool so Ed told me um, it was kind of late in the tour schedule and he was scheduled for a break because they do that occasionally. Yeah. He'll go home for a few days. And he had a Pomeranian that he absolutely loved. He said the Pomeranian just didn't do well on the tour bus. So the Pomeranian was home and he missed the dog and he wanted to see the dog. So he went home for the weekend. So Monday morning comes, I'm at work, my phone rings. And my phone was sitting on a desk somewhere. So one of the other people in the office comes running over, goes, Mark, I think you better take this call because it pops up. It says Ed Van Halen on my phone. And she knew that I knew him. So Ed gets on the phone. It's Monday morning. I say, hey, what's up? He goes, um, I got someone who wants to speak to you. And I go, who's that? He puts him on the phone. And it's the twin brother of the guy I grew up with who is training him and Wolfie. He was over the house training them. And I hadn't spoken to him. This is 2015. They moved to California. I'm going to guess somewhere around 74, 75. So mm -hmm. it's been 40 years since I saw He was at my bar mitzvah. I had pictures of him and his brother at my bar mitzvah. I had pictures of them at my fourth birthday party. I mean, that's how long I know these people. And it was Ed who actually brought us back together. And then we had subsequently seen each other. Uh, in the city when he's he's been in the area, um, so it's just 
you know, kind of cool how things go full circle. That, yeah, it's cool. That's that's such such a, a cool uh, uh, to, to be reunited in that way. You know, like like Van Halen, like you you, you can't make that stuff up. No, you, you can't. Know, you, you, you can't. But that's, that's the kind of person oh, wow. Ed was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been to the, uh, wow. I think I have. Publicly, everyone called him Eddie, but he liked to be referred to as Ed. So we always called him Ed. Ed? Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of people that I, because, you know, I do, I do this Van Halen show. So I do have a lot of people reaching out to me, you know, that, that knew him or, or grew up with him. And a lot of people that, that uh, I talk to that, especially that, like, that grew up with him, they call him Edward. They, they, they always call him Edward Van Halen, but everybody knows him as, as Eddie, you know, um, and can, can I show that photo? I, I, I have the photo of you two together from, uh, I guess, 2015 Yeah, is from that post. I'm uh, a lot lighter now. Um, I was, <laughs> I was almost 240 pounds then, 25 pounds lighter. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we, you know. That was the last time I saw him. That was when we were backstage at Jones Beach, and you know, we both Asian. Mm-hmm. Wow! But a lot That's of cool. lot of great memories, and my kids all got to meet him and know him. And it was funny. My my son, uh, when he first met him, uh, I think he was probably I don't know four or five years old, and then a couple years later he saw him. And he, he got so excited, he ran up to him and said, you sing jump. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so so are, are you really familiar now with a lot of Van Halen's songs? A lot do you, more. Do you have that's all more. the albums? I have most of them. I have uh, actually. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. This is kind of cool. When Ed would come out, sometimes he'd say, let's go to Borders. Borders had a whole music department. And, he, and he'd go in scraggly. No one recognized him. He'd buy all the Van Halen CDs, and then he just thought autographing for people. <laughs> he gave me some signed <laughs> ones. And messages inside them. Oh, wow. Are, I'm not going to read them all, but trust me, they're, oh. some, of them are real, some of them are very personal, but they're, they're yeah. funny. Um, oh, that's and amazing. I got, um, you know. They're all very nice, and they're you know very very important to me. Wow! Yeah, man. that's incredible. Man, that's... Yeah, that that's so awesome that that he would go into a, a store and and you know some places people wouldn't bother him, some places he would take the time to. Yeah, it was Father's Day, and I knew I was going to my brother's house, and I would see my brother and his brother-in-law, and I knew that. They'd really love it if, uh, if I came in with an autographed personalized CD. So he made a few for me. I brought them over. And it was funny. Once when we were in his hotel and he was playing music, the same time he told me about it, I was playing music for old ladies on the street. My brother calls me on the cell. I said, um, I said, hold on a second, Paul. Someone wants to talk to you. And he goes, who? I, go, I, just, I just put Ed on the phone. He goes, hey, it's me, Ed. Then Helen. And then the line goes dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So, so um, okay. So we got a few more minutes, but so Mark, so you had said that that um, you would watch him play the guitar. 
like 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 in a hotel room like you, like you would watch mm-hmm. him play and yeah and i mean i see 40 grit like zims and i we can't even imagine sitting across from him just watching him play that that has to be such a i mean from a foot and a half uh, i only wish i could relive what i saw because now i could appreciate what he was doing back then it was just his hands and fingers were moving very very fast but what I remember is he, he, <coughs> as he moved up and down the entire fretboard. He, he fret every note with precision. And at the time, I just didn't know what he was doing. I would now, but it, I was just blown away by it, by his mm-hmm. technical prowess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you weren't playing by that point? No, you that was yet? early 2000s. Yeah, I wasn't playing at all. I didn't start playing till, uh, let's see, around 2020. Oh, okay. So a few years. Yeah. A few years ago. Wow. Right on. Right on, man. Well, any 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 last minute questions? I told Mark we do we do an hour. Um. Yeah, I just can't imagine sitting in a hotel with him. Like, yeah, he's just like not, you know, just sitting there watching him warm up because I feel it's probably just sitting there. Just yeah, uh, I did hear an interview that said that it didn't matter where Ed was. He had a guitar with with him within arm's reach. Well, that's basically so, you what know, it was. Yeah. We were just sitting there talking, schmoozing about whatever. We weren't discussing music or anything because, you know, I wasn't like a rock groupie with him. Um, you know, if it was Mick Jagger, I might've been, but in his case, I wasn't, we were just talking about, you know, whatever. And he had the guitar there and he'd just be playing it as we're talking. And, um, I think he, he did a little guest spot on, um, what was that show? Two and a half men or something. And he's coming out of the bathroom. He's playing a guitar. And I mean, that was just so Ed, I never saw him do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, he wasn't, you know, trying to practice or write anything or perform for me we were just talking and he was shredding as we were talking mm-hmm. i i was going to ask you too really quickly um like if, if you ever watch any interviews with him like if, if you watch is he basically he's the same as, he's the as same. if you're if you're just hanging out with him he's the same guy there's no he, difference he is 100 percent genuine what you see is what you get there's nothing phony there's no two personas. Um, um, I'm fortunate enough to know a couple other people in, in rock music who, you know, whose names you would know, not the level of him. It was funny that when I first met this one person, I said, uh, you know, by the way, I'm, I've become friends with, with Ed Van Halen. And he said, oh, um, they used to open for us uh, in, uh, in a certain concert they were at. And then I told Ed the story. He goes, yeah, a lot of people who said we used to open for them now open for us. They open for us, yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that comment. That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> That's true. Wow. Dude. Actually, wow. uh, Lewis had a question if uh, if Mark had ever mm-hmm. met Wolfgang, and he did. Uh, uh, Mark spent some time with Wolfgang, right, with Ed? Um, yeah, was, uh, in the pictures that you saw where uh, Ed and I were goofing around, Wolfie was uh, to my left, but he was 10 years old playing a Game Boy. So, uh, and, then we went, and then we went to uh, a friend of mine's uh, mother's house for, you know, for dessert after. And then after that, I drove uh, Ed and Val and, and Wolfie. Wolfie, again, was 10 years old. 
to uh, wow. whatever hotel they were staying at. I forget. Um, mm. But that was when I met um, Wolfie. It was interesting. Wolfie was playing recently at uh, at the Paramount, a local club near here. And uh, I had a connection to the club uh, through a radio station. And I had told them, um, it was just coincidence that they were playing the day after I was there with this radio station. And um, I said, you know, I told them the story about how I knew Ed. I said, if Wolfie's interested, I'd be happy to, you know, catch up with them. And the message came back to me that a lot of people were reaching out to him and it was still kind of, you know, he was still, I guess, sorting emotionally to losing his father and, um, and he just preferred people keep their distance at least whether it's true or not i don't know that was the message that was given back to me so you know i just respected that i would have loved to say hey you know i knew you when you were 10 years old and i'm very you know impressed how successful you are now and i'm sure your dad uh, i know your dad was incredibly proud of you because he spoke of you that way but um you know respect his privacy yeah mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah. But uh, Ed, Ed, uh, I mean, Wolfie was the apple of Ed's eye, um, the way he spoke about him, even as a kid, before he first went on tour. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, I mean, you, you would when that when you were talking about uh, when you saw Van Halen in 07. Mm hmm. Wolf, that's when Wolfgang was on bass so, so for Van Halen. So yeah. You, yeah. He was 14 him. then. You saw him perform. Yeah. yeah. But Ed told me that he was musically gifted somewhere around the time he was 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now he just released his second album. Yeah. Mammoth Two. Very good. Cool. Okay. Cool. Cool. Any 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 last minute questions? I told Mark we we would do an hour, so mm -hmm. um you guys. You guys. Mark, I mean, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for having me. Thank, thank you for cool. being here. And this is a podcast, too, so I have to have the cheesy applause. Um, let me see. Uh, well, uh, let's see. Actually, hang on one second. Let's say, let's say goodbye off air really quickly. Let me just say, say thank you again to our channel members. There we go, I think. StreamYard's acting kind of weird tonight. Channel membership, thank you for your continued support for this channel and these shows. Thank you so much. And uh, let's see, I will see you guys tomorrow from somewhere. And then, of course, I will see you guys Friday for talking Kramer guitars. And then Saturday night. And actually, Mark, you, you got to come back. We got to do like like a tube amplifier, like 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 show or something, because I'm, I'm sure. really interested in that. That. That that sounds. That, I'm not sounds, an expert in tube amps. I mean, I was a hobbyist and a hack, and I was more interested in building transmitters than amplifiers. Well, I built mm -hmm. linear amplifiers for RF, but um, mm -hmm. it was just funny how I thought I was done with them 50 years ago, and now they're back in my life again. Mm -hmm. Or the radio thing, the, doing the the radio, the radio. You know, that's that's very that's very interesting to me. Rock Daddy, there you go. What is that? A Johnny BC Rich? What is that? Yeah, it's a Skechter, I think. Is it a Skechter? New Guitar Day just bought it. Oh, congratulations, man! Yep. Oh, and we have a giveaway to do. I totally forgot. Just you guys, we're giving. You just no, bought you that just now. From there. <laughs> yeah, I just bought it. Yeah. Awesome. 
Tell Christmas Dan you saw it on this stream. Actually, that guitar is worth quite a bit of money now because it's been on the Johnny Bean stream. So yes, that's right. <laughs> okay, right, I totally forgot. We do. Now. We okay. <laughs> okay, we'll sign that. We're gonna give away this Life Van Halen magazine here. So let's uh, let's present uh, share screen really quickly. Share screen. It's a giveaway. I tool. did not see. Uh, Holly Lewis in here today, but Holly, your poster's on its way as of this morning. Thank so you. if you rewatch it, uh, your poster's on the way. Oh, cool. Very cool. Okay, you guys. Uh, okay, actually, we'll just we'll go ahead. All right, we're going to spin for the magazine. Say something in the chat right now. Press a number, whatever you want to do. But let's get you guys in the chat. we got 53 entries. You guys ready? All right, here we go. Giveaway winner is Kubrick Lover 1972. Van Halen Life Magazine, Kubrick Lover 1972. There you go. All right, you win. So Stanley Kubrick. Us, uh, yes. Is that him? Stanley Kubrick lover. Stanley Kubrick lover. There you go. 415-952-3263. Send me a text message. Oh, there you are. I see you. You're in the chat. There you are. Yeah, send me a message. You win. I'll get that out uh, first thing tomorrow. There we go. Okay. All right, you guys. All right. Um, Mark, thank you again, man, for hanging out. And you got you got to come back. Especially, let's talk about tube amps and, and radio shows and 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 all of that 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 sounds that mark sounds real awesome. quick if you uh if you went to a wolfgang uh concert because wolfie's out touring would would he know you and recognize you and invite no. you in and... no he wouldn't know me at all okay no unless he's got one hell of a memory yeah because he was just a little tiny toddler at the time and that's why he was 10 years old oh no but you met him again when he was you knew him when he was like 12, right? No, no, I just saw 14. him the one time when 14. he was 10. And when I went backstage at Jones Beach, um, everyone had their own like backstage room. Mm -hmm. And um, I saw Wolfie um, eating at an adjoining table when we were having dinner, but um, I didn't bother him. Mm -hmm. He was keeping to himself, so I just left him He's, alone. He just released a new song and a new video like a week ago, and it is awesome. It's mm -hmm. his best song yet, best video yet. Mm -hmm. What's the name of it? I'm going to check it out. Um, it just came out like a week ago, but I, I know that he's singing something like. What's songs, the name of it, though, Dan? Saying something, the lyric, <laughs> something about so sorry, I think. Uh, I'll go check he, it out. He sings I'm all right. Chat. In the chat, what what's the name of, of Wolfgang's of his, of their new single? See if Holly was here, she would know, but she's not here. In the I chat. believe it's I'm, I'm all right. It? Is it is it I'm all right? Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, all right or I'm all right. It's really yeah. weird because I think I think Valerie is in it too. What what happens is yes. Wolfgang band um, they are rehearsing. 
okay? Because they have the Battle of the Bands at the Whiskey Go Go on a Friday. But and also but Wolfgang you, Van Halen and his, and his clones are in battle against his Wolf uh, Mammoth band. And, it's called Albi All Right. So Wolfie, uh, he's, he sat everybody in his band so they can't show up. And so the band that gets to play is Wolfie on guitar, drums, and bass. So he's like cloned himself and he wins the battle of the bands. And then yeah. his band but finally shows up and, and he's like, you, you, it's like, what you, you is can't... going on here? Great what is video. going on here? It is great. You kind of have to. You kind of have to watch uh, the Mammoth WVH music videos in order to kind of understand what's going on in this latest one, because in, in the, his first couple videos, it was his band was like him. There was like him on each instrument because he played every instrument on his record. That's kind of yeah. what what the thing is. So yeah, and that's happening so, um, in this latest one. It's called All Right. Or I'll be all right. They're, they're saying it's called I'm All Right. Tell me again what it was called. I'm all, or I'll be all right. Okay. No, it's I'm All Right. It's I'm All Right. And if you go back to watch the videos, um, if you're going to start watching the videos now, it's best to go back to the first Mammoth album and watch the video from the first album, uh, which is uh, uh, what, uh, well, the one in 5150. So start there. The and, one, and, then, and then the one after and that. You'll, yeah. But with regards to him cloning himself, you, you, uh, the one at 5150 is where it starts. And then you'll understand the, the new video. It'll be easier to understand. So, Right. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, you guys. Mark, thank you again. My pleasure. And we'll have to do this again and do two BAMP radio talk. You guys, thank yeah. you for watching. Smash that subscribe. We're so close to 10,400 youtube subscribers thank you so much i'll see you guys tomorrow okay mark don't hang up don't hang up we'll see you guys later here here's here's a cool outro right here rock on dudes bye-bye hey this is cody van halen and you are watching johnny bean tv yeah.